Hello again, everyone. Welcome to yet another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast for your games from the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three new perspectives from varying skill range. I will be the leader jock of this group, Andrew. With me, our geeky sidekick, Keith. That excitement got me fired up. Nerd. I'm excited. <laughs> You're welcome. And of course, the one who always checks out that noise in the basement, Liz. Hey, guys. And this week was our poll pick. So thank you all so much who voted. And it was Dead by Daylight from Behavior Interactive. Poll pick, a.k.a. Liz's pick. Yeah. A.k.a. the poll that Keith doesn't vote on. I just play what the people want. So a lot of people may not know who uh, Behavior Interactive is. I, you know how I just ignored you guys and just continued with the show? It's like, let you kids just fight it out. Uh, Behavior Interactive actually has like a pretty long catalog, but like they never really have done too many games on their own. They've always just like helped out with a bunch of games. So this is one of their kind of big main ones that they actually worked on. And this game came out in 2016, and they're still working on it, and still has its issues. But overall, I, it's in a much better place than from when it was. Because I remember when this game first came out, I remember just seeing that it was rough. But uh, going around, Liz, this was uh, kind of your pick. Is this a game or a pass? I've actually debated that for a while. I think I want to give it a game if you have friends. I'm just going to give it a game all around, but this game is a thousand times better if you have friends. And for me, like, I didn't really want to play, but then I played with you guys and it was fun. So yeah, I'm going to give it a game. That was a very long game. (laughs) (laughs) I apologize. See, it's funny because I have no complaints about this game. And I think I've said this before, but I really don't have a lot of complaints about this game. And it's a pass for me, but it's a really good game, actually. So it's more just to think about... If it's your style, we'll talk about. So for me, I think this is a game as well. So the overall description of this game is that it is a multiplayer survival horror game. It's a 4v1 where there's four survivors and one killer. The survivors are trying to activate these generators to get out and escape. Well, the killer, as you can guess what their name is, they're trying to kill the survivors. They essentially hit the survivors till they're knocked down. They pick them up and they put them on a hook. And then the other survivors have a few, about a minute or so to try to rescue them or they're out of the game. So... I actually think this is one of the few multiplayer games I don't think you need to play with friends. I Obviously, any multiplayer game, if you actually are playing with friends, it obviously adds to its value. But I think this game actually does pretty well being solo. I actually played Dead by Daylight with uh, three other people, so I had a full party. And I actually found it kind of hard to play. Because, yeah, we're trying to help and coordinate with each other. And it's great to be like, guys, can someone please get me off the hook or I'm going to die? But you're trying to make callouts, and it's kind of hard to make callouts in these maps. So I, I don't know. I, I I did have a lot of fun playing with people, but I don't think it's necessary. I think it's way easier because there are times where I was like, guys, he is circling around me. I'm on the hook. You guys can't come at me right now. So you guys knew that not to rescue me. But I don't know. I just I think everyone plays it a bit differently too, and I was just so anxious because there are these skill checks when you're checking the generators. And there were times I was really good at it. I just, you know, wanted to brush my shoulder a little bit. I'm like, I got this. And then all of a sudden, I would mess up once. And then I was so frantic that I was laying the team down, especially if someone came to help me. I'd get so embarrassed that, like, I would just fall apart. And what with you guys, it's like, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) So for me, it was way more fun playing with you guys because I just wasn't so anxious. And I don't know. I don't know why I'm like that. But yeah. So I think it's funny, too, that you're saying it's fun that you're playing with people that you know, because the random person would always follow you and you hated it. You're always like, get away from me, teammate. And it's like, so how did you enjoy playing with people? 
Were you happy because you could yell at us to leave you alone? Well, no. It's weird because whenever I played this game by myself with three strangers, everyone left me alone. Every once in a while, someone would come to help me do one of the generators. But when I played with you guys, every single time, someone was following me around. And I'm like, I'm not the person you should be following. And I actually <laughs> got one of those women caught on accident. And I didn't feel bad about it because <laughs> she would not I, I, It wasn't on purpose. But yeah, it's just like... I don't know. I don't. I, I like being on my own, but in a group. So I guess we should try to reel this in a little bit because how we normally set our podcast up. So this game kind of has a story, which is I, I actually thought was pretty interesting. It reminds me very much like the movie Cabin in the Woods. Oh, I if you haven't seen that, I hope that. I'm not. That, I'm not I, that's perfect. I hope I'm not spoiling anything. So essentially, the survivors keep getting pulled into these arenas, which they're called rituals. And essentially, the killer is trying to sacrifice the survivors to this entity. And that is what ends up sucking you up into the clouds if you end up failing as a survivor. So you're essentially trying to offer gifts to the entity at the beginning of a game to hopefully give you some perks or to give you some treasure you can find in the map. But yeah, there is just a little bit of a story. It's nothing too much. But every character also has a biography, and same with the killers. I don't know if you guys read any of them, but they're actually really interesting. Well, the killers? They actually go in like, yeah, the killers and the survivors. It gives like a whole story of like who they are as a person, like why are they in this ritual, and like how the killers became the killers kind of thing like that. They're actually well written. I, I enjoyed reading a couple of them. Yeah, and so that's one of those the things that Dead by Daylight I really liked in particular versus maybe some of its comparisons on say like a secret neighbor where it's the same idea of a 4v1 horror concept i loved that each character and each killer had their own background and quite frankly i also really liked the fact that distinctly set up who the killer and the survivors were right from the very beginning it wasn't just some hodgepodge of everyone joins into a group and maybe someone's the killer maybe someone's not the killer oh, sorry I... I was letting you jump in because I, I was talking about secret neighbor so i i, I wanted I to pause and let you I was in there trying to find a polite way no i <laughs> i'm just kidding i love secret neighbor no. And no one knows why. No one knows why. It. I liked it more than this one. I feel like with Secret Neighbor, I would actually get like jumpy when it would, the neighbor would come out. This game, I mean, they're, they're from like horror movies and stuff. And I just, I wasn't spooked at all. And for me, that was a big letdown. Like I liked playing with you guys and not knowing who the killer was. Like who can you trust kind of thing. And in this one, a lot of times you saw where the killer was. Like they'd be like hiding behind a bush or like you'd see them just running past. So for me, it wasn't so much scary. And that's what I think was missing. It definitely wasn't a lot of jump scares in it. No, it's built definitely, I think, more on a concept of just team play as the survivors and using your skills to your advantage as a killer because like andrew mentioned there's i think at least eight killers you can play as individually just to play the game and then probably at least another 12 i think that you can buy so you have to put money into it but if you really like this game and this game has a big community so that's one of those reasons i i have a hard time saying this is a bad game a lot of people like this game and i kind of get it it's just not for me yeah, this game is a really huge following. So, if you're uh, one of those huge fans that ended up stumbling on this episode, welcome to Game Pass Grab Bag. We're glad you're here. Uh, but yeah, this game does have a huge following, and I, I can see it. This is a lot of fun. And this was my biggest complaint with Secret Neighbor compared to this. Like Secret Neighbor had like nothing that kept me going. There was no progression. 
I didn't care for any of the cosmetics. This game has a ton of progression. You're leveling up each of your characters, and then once you get your characters to a certain level, you can unlock some of their main perks to be unlocked for other survivors. And then you can also, there's also like a prestige system where if you hit a high enough level, you get a special clothing and your character restarts. So it's kind of like prestiging in Call of Duty. So like there's just a ton of progression in this game. I will say though, overall with like the currency and the progression, it's very convoluted. It took me a while to kind of figure out what all of this was going because right off the bat, you see there's three currencies. There's these Aoric cells, then there's prismatic shards, then there's blood points, which look like little Doritos. Ooh, yummy. The, the, the cells were the paid currency. The shards are like the premium currency that you can earn in the game. And then the blood points that we use to level up your character. So uh, there is a bunch of characters you can unlock. A good amount of them you can unlock with the shards. But there's some that are stuck behind a paywall. But I do think it's understandable why they would charge because the stuff that was behind the paywall are actually big name things. So they're from third parties. Like right off the bat, I'm surprised you got Bill from Left 4 Dead series from uh, Valve Studios. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, that, was that was one of my yeah. favorite zombie games. Yeah, because his perk was left behind and it gave a whole story as to how he got there. It's that was cool. one of the few zombie uh, games that actually gave me legitimate jumps. The the witches in those uh, yeah, games. Game all... oh, so good. I don't know why they didn't make a third. Oh, so That's another. Story. Anyways, yeah. But then then you got the two of the kids from Stranger Things plus the Demi Gorgon as the killer. You know you have Mike Myers. You have Saw from well you have Jigsaw from Saw. I should actually say because the killer's name is actually Jigsaw. So it actually is understandable as to why some of these actually require money because they obviously had to pay for the licensings of these things. But. I, I loved the killers and like the things you can unlock in this game. It's just a little confusing was the system. Because even when you level up your character, you have a thing called the blood web, which is essentially a loot box. But instead of unlocking all the things in the loot box, you're picking things at a time as to what you're collecting. And then it essentially opens another web, which is a, another random loot that you can get. So I don't know. The system which overall I was just confusing. I think that did much. The blood web. I felt like I was unlocking so many things and nothing really happened. I'd rather have it take longer to get the coins and actually see something, you know? Well, yeah, I kind of agree with that too. I, and I agree. I, I think a lot of it ended up being offerings, right? That were just one-time use stuff, and that was kind of the point of it. But it was also procedurally generated every time, wasn't it? Yep. So Yeah, their blood webs were always procedurally generated. It's, it, it is kind of a cool aspect in in the big picture i think and it's something i appreciate about it all is that there's there's no true meta to this game i guess if that makes sense like so many multiplayer games have just something that pans out and then they're constantly trying to rework it this doesn't yeah i i fully agree with that that's actually one thing i really praise about dead by daylight i actually feel like this game overall is pretty balanced like, it, it's not like, oh, we need this survivor in our group. We need the healer. We need this person to give us a boost. That's not the case. Anyone, Everyone can play the same character, and you can still do well. Just You just need to work well as a team. I thought the perks were just balanced enough, but not. I never felt like anything was overpowering. I felt like in this game, there are a lot of highs and lows. Like, I think that who you're matched with really kind of yes. sets the tone if it's going to be a good or a bad match, because there was a game we were playing and the killer would just hover whoever he hooked and it's like well this sucks versus somebody who's more like tactical and take there i was watching andrew play and there was a guy that was taking out like two or three people at a time he was really really good 
And so if the killer's good, or I played the killer once and I was done. I'm not observant enough. I Andrew was watching me play and he was like, wait, the person's right there. I'm like, where? I don't see anybody. And I was like, <laughs> I couldn't for the life of me be the killer. It was, it was adorable to watch. I was like, Andrew, how do I? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It was, it was awful. You're and chasing them and seeing like the marks they're leaving. And then you're like, wait, where did he go? And then all of a sudden the marks disappeared. It's like, oh. You lost and then there's one time that I was playing and I was knocked down and the guy was like toying with me and he let me get back up and then he ran at me but I got away and I escaped and I could tell that he was like oh this girl sucks and then like he let his guard down and I, I escaped and I felt so proud of myself <laughs> but yeah I, I just felt like so many highs and lows there were some games where I was like this is garbage and other times I was like this is great I fully agree. That's the best way, I think, to describe this game is highs and lows. Because there's moments of this game where it's a lot of fun. You're in a match and you're, you know, it's a fun game of hide and seek. But then you get like these lows of super long load times and super long queues. And you end up like spending 15 minutes just looking for a match. And it's just, I couldn't figure out if it was like, is there not enough people playing? But I actually ended up playing with some people that have been playing this game since like day one. And they were like, no, it's the servers. They've they've been saying since like the beginning of the game that they are going to fix the servers and they still haven't done it. So this game just does have issues, which is unfortunate. Here's the real question. Did you tell them to come listen to this episode? Uh, I did. I did tell them actually that uh, I was playing this game for podcasts. Well, if you're out uh, there, we appreciate you. And we appreciate everyone. Yeah. So if you're listening to this Terminator, thank you for uh, carrying me. <laughs> <laughs> but it really is. And, and it's so weird. It, that was one of the... It wouldn't have really changed anything for me on how I felt about it over overall, because I just, again, I just don't, I'm not, I, I don't like being overpowered, and then I don't like losing <laughs> when I'm, did I say, how weird, did I, is that a weird thing to say? <laughs> no, 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 Keith, Nope, we're going to start that over. So. No, we're not. <laughs> I, I don't even know what's so weird about that. I'm saying I don't like being the the one in a 4v1 because... Nope. <laughs> Let's stop it. We're just trying to be professional here. <laughs> this is a PG-13 or less podcast. Continue, Keith. We apologize. I don't even know what my thought was anymore. It's unimportant. You don't like being overpowered or you don't like 4v1. So one of my biggest issues is that I just don't like losing when... I have four people on my team and I'm going against one person. That's a bad loss. It feels bad every time. And then I had like one of the games I played as a killer because to your point with the bad servers, I had to play as a killer to get into a match. It was the only way I could. And they got all the generators and then they just ran circles around me. Literally ran circles around me. I was playing as the hag, and I was putting down traps, and they would just keep triggering them, but I couldn't get anyone, and they just waited me out. It just sucked. It, I, I just, it, it feels bad losing that way, too, because you're just like, what can I do? I, I There's too many people. I don't know what to do. So, You're like the wimpy kid in a, the playground that the bullies are picking on. It really was. There was, there was, Stop it, kids. There was a half wall. And they were just vaulting back and forth through the window as I would try and chase them and swipe at them. And gosh, they must have been laughing. Like, they were probably having the time of their lives because I would have been laughing hysterically if I were in their shoes. But man, it sucked for me. 
I mean, that's what happened with Liz when she was playing the killer. Someone was literally running around her and she was swinging and missing. And Liz actually went, you know what? Screw this guy and left him alone. The, the victim actually harassed Liz enough and she left. <laughs> and I was like, Liz, I was like, don't feel bad. You're probably giving them the best game of their life. At the very yeah. least, they're, they're just having a good old laugh over there. And, and you know what? I don't blame anyone who was laughing at me because I was not good as the killer. I was not. I won one game and I was so happy. So A common complaint I saw online was that they thought that there was too much disadvantage as the survivors. Did you guys agree with that? Or, do, I mean, guys, I only played the killer once, but I mean, <clears throat> I thought it depended on the game. Compared to Secret Neighbor, I actually thought this game was really balanced. Because it for the killer, as you guys have seen, it actually takes skill. You need yeah. to connect your hits. If you miss, you're super slow. It takes you a long time to like rewind your weapon to try to hit a survivor again. So I actually think this game is really balanced. I think the killer still has a good advantage, but compared to Secret Neighbor, you just hit A and you instantly get the kid. No, I, I like this. I thought this well, had I better balance. I kind of felt that this was a scene, though, where like if you if you get someone, I mean, that's pretty much it. And Secret Neighbor, you could also throw things and stun the person. Other people could throw things. If that neighbor grabs you once, a game could start within a few no. seconds and you could be out of the game. But I mean, like, if they're coming at you, you can throw things and stun them. When this game, I mean, you're pretty much just trying to lose him in the woods or wherever you are. Because you can't outrun him. So for me, I, I'm not saying that Secret Neighbor was better in that aspect. I'm just saying I kind of think that they're the same. So here's the thing. I've mentioned this before. I have the pleasure of being well accustomed to Roblox. And it's it's thing I, it's a thing I know about now. Roblox has a lot of different games and one of them is a game called Escape the Facility. It's actually maybe a better version of Secret Neighbor because it's closer to Dead by Daylight and that you know who the neighbor is, it spreads everything out or who the killer is, it spreads everyone out. But it has about the same depth level. It has you run around, you just you have an attack and a run basically, and then you, you you trap and kill people. Whereas this game just has so much depth to a point where it's a little bit overwhelming if you just want to casually play it. It's kinda hard. But I I truly understand why people who love this game love this game. Unlike Secret Neighbor, people you couldn't understand why. No, it boggles game. my mind. Because it's just <laughs> doing the same thing. It is literally madness. It's, it is doing the same thing over and over again with the exact same result and nothing of progression. It, it didn't make sense to me. I'm mad that I beat him. Secret <laughs> no, Secret Neighbor didn't make sense <laughs> to me. And I don't, I don't like either of these, these styles of games. It's just Secret Neighbor is but terrible. You, unlike Secret Neighbor, this one actually had different places, different maps. Yeah. Again, why it's a better cool. game. The one with the Halloween. Mm-hmm. That had like the flashing lights. It, it, it fit the the serial killer. Yeah. So is I mean is that what they did? They tried to yeah match they it? they tried to create maps like um, for Stranger Things they had the, the secret lab in Stranger Things. Yeah, I I, I love the map variety of this game. A good amount of the maps kind of felt a little samey, but you you have your typical kind of horror scenarios. You know, you have a campground, you have like a decrepit farm. Yeah, you have Nightmare or Halloween. You had the lab of Stranger Things. You had like a mental institute. So a majority of the maps are placed outside, but there's a couple that are placed inside. And I hated the maps that were placed inside. I didn't think they were as clever. 
It's harder to there's hide. There's maps inside? Yeah, it's harder to hide as a survivor. It's harder to navigate. Yeah, there's like two or three. How did I... Uh, I heard they're supposed to be fixing them to make them a little bit better. But I, I hate any of the maps that take, took place inside. Because it's hard to also find the generators. When you're outside, you can at least see the lights kind of up. And be like, okay, there's a generator. But when you're at inside, it's just... Everything kind of looks like boxes. And then it's like, I think that's a generator. And then you end up finally stumbling upon it. Yeah, I never actually came across one of those maps on any of my games. I don't know that I played a ton, but I would say I put in 20 plus games into this and I never came across one of those maps. Which, one of the maps, I don't know if I was playing with you or you were watching me play, Andrew, but there's one time that I was hiding behind something and the killer just ran right towards me and behind the box. So there's box, different boxes throughout the room. It's like he knew where I was and I didn't understand it. Well, I was watching you and I, I, I told you, you were injured. And so, like, you just recently left that area, so even though you oh. left, you still left blood on the floor. Which, in a map like that, I mean, because, like, obviously it's brighter. Yeah, that's when I you're mean, in the lab. I feel like that's, like, way too easy for the killer. It was. <laughs> but I really liked the killer that had, like, the creepy singing. The huntress. humming, yeah. I guess. Oh, yeah, she actually... That one? I think that was my favorite killer. Yeah, she actually felt creepy. Like, when she was around, and yeah. it, it, it actually had a really good distance because there was plenty of times i realized because i could actually see where she was she wasn't close she wasn't looking at me but i could just hear it and it was just enough to creep me out because it was there yeah because like when you hear the heartbeat with her that's when you know like you're in trouble but you hated the gun guy right Keith? oh my gosh I, so he, <laughs> he he's one of the in, right? he's one of the pay ones and actually the most recent one they he's said the newest one yeah, yeah he has a a gun chain that he shoots out the best way I can explain it is if any if you're familiar with Overwatch is Roadhog well I guess it's a harpoon there you go that's an actual real life <laughs> example welcome. thanks Andrew uh so yeah he's got a harpoon gun and it hooks you so if he swipes at you first he's basically got an immediate kill. Or if he hooks you, he's got an immediate kill. Because he hooks you and then swipes you. And he just demolished us in, what, five minutes tops? Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah, it was ugly. It was not. It was a quick game. So I'm glad he's behind a paywall. Or at least some sort of high premium currency in game. Because I, I would not want to face him often. I'm See, this is kind of also why I'm surprised, Liz, that you didn't find this game scary at all. Like, I didn't find it scary, but I thought this game was really creepy. And it really put me on edge. Anytime a killer is nearby, you hear a heartbeat, and it gets louder and louder if they get closer. And as we were saying, like the huntress, you hear her humming most of the time. But there are some killers that can like kind of go invisible or like hide the um, audio sound of them getting closer. And it didn't give me a jump scare, but it would freak me out when you're fixing a generator. Then all of a sudden, you see Mike Myers coming around the corner behind you. It, it would put me on edge. Well, because I feel like the second you hear the music, you know. I mean, there were times where I was like yelling at the TV. I'm like, no, no, I'm almost done. But with this- Secret neighbor. I feel bad that I keep bringing this game back up, but <laughs> you, you have like all these keys that were on you, and you're like, "No, I'm almost there. I'm almost there." And I felt like I didn't feel that with this game. What? That's surprised. Yeah, I don't. Because you're sitting there trying to hold the door open, and it's like, "Come on, door open!" And then you see the killer coming, and you're like, "No." Well, because I usually knew if I was gonna make it or not. Because, like, <laughs> for for instance, the last game that we played, where I was at the exit door, but I knew I wouldn't be able to open it because I was being hunted. And I just knew the game was over for me because some in some games, once you're injured, like you're you're done. They're gonna target you the entire game. So there were a couple times where like Keith got me off the hook in one game, and he just kept catching me because he would just I you can't outrun him. 
So, I mean, if he knows that you're weak, he's just going to go after you. That is, that is definitely one of the biggest downfalls. Is it As the killer, there is a lot of opportunity to, to bolt a camp, really. But I don't know. It, it was weird because it wasn't always a good strategy, but sometimes it was. And that's where this game is a weird highs and lows. Sometimes you can manage around it if everyone's close enough and they can get in and they they can distract the killer away from camping you. But it's it's hard. And just sometimes they just wipe you, and sometimes it can just be a long, drawn-out cat-and-mouse game. So it can be kind Keith, of Keith, you were good with the flashlight. You saved me with the flashlight, right? I did, yeah. that was So that was one of the few things you had as, I guess, a weapon? I don't know if it's... Yeah, you have gadgets you can take in. Yeah, I mean, there's there's different things you can do. The toolbox, the med kits, but the, the weapon, I think, is really the only one that's kind of a... Or the flashlight is the only one that's kind of a weapon. Sort of. It just blinds the the killer. But right. It can make the killer drop a, a survivor if he has. Exactly. Current. So I was Liz and I were actually kind of running around one game and we were repairing generators together, or at least she was hanging around around me, you know, getting chased by the killer while I repaired generators. <laughs> but just about every time she went down, I would chase her down, and I I went and I was able to to save her with a flashlight at least one time. You blind him and and run away. By the way, like in the games, I I have fixed generators. You know, I just wanna. I sound really I'm, bad. Like, I'm just saying. I'm getting caught all the time. All of our games. Oh, no, I was gold ranking it. or better on generator repair. No, I was crushing generators. I, or I feel like I did better when I was playing by myself, which is what I don't prefer. But I there was one game. I forget if it was two or three generators that I got by myself. I think we ended up losing that one. But um, still, I was really proud. It was like, I think it was the second game that I played. So it was one of the really good games. <laughs> it was probably a new person playing the killer. That's what that's what it was. See, another thing I really praise about Dead by Daylight is even when you lose, I don't feel like I lost. Because as long as you're still doing some of the objectives, you're getting the blood points and you're still leveling up your character and you're still unlocking things. So that's one thing I really enjoy about this. Like, even if, oh, man, that, that match only lasted me like a minute, I'm still getting a couple thousand blood points. And it, it's not like a giant defeated, you suck on cross your screen. So I, I didn't, it didn't bother me too much when I was losing in this game. So, because like with Secret Neighbor, I know we're going to keep referencing that game all the episode. You only got some of the coins is if you were a kid and got to the basement or if you were the neighbor and won, which, I mean, you always won as the neighbor. But it would just it wouldn't give you much currency. And the coins were worthless. Yeah, they were. They, they were just ultimately <laughs> worthless. But I think you have to play a lot of this game in you, order to really see the perks. To really unlock characters, yeah, you do have to put quite a bit of hours in this game. Which I mean, for me, maybe I would like the game if I played it a lot more. But for the allotted time for the podcast, I just, I didn't see it. But it, I will say it's something that that's where I truly appreciate about it is the perks weren't good enough that it would overpower somebody. But if you had a certain playstyle with a certain killer or a certain character that you knew how you wanted to play them, it just buffed those little things that you knew you wanted to do. So that's what yeah. I think is really nice about it. Now, do you think this game was a little pay to win? Like, do you think some of the people that were behind the paywall are a little more strong? Not really, because at least Gunslinger was the only one that I ran into from the or the paid characters, I guess, that really gave me an issue. I played Mike Myers a couple times, and I never beat him, I don't think personally, but it didn't 
it didn't feel like he was a, a problem, I guess. I think this is just a game that you can get really good at. And so if you're playing against someone who's really good at the game, I think that's the the big thing. I feel like if you have like a character that you're not really seasoned with, you know, I don't think you're going to fare as well. The only exception I could kind of think of, I only played against them once, but Jigsaw, I thought was a little overpowered. Jigsaw as the killer... As soon as they would knock you down, she would put one of those reverse barrier traps in your head. And you would have to, and she would still hook you. But even if you got unhooked, you still had the trap on your face. And you had like a minute or it would blow up and it would instantly kill you. So you would actually have to run around the map and try to do some of the jigsaw puzzles to hopefully find a key. Not all of them had a key. But it would essentially stop you from doing the objective for a while just trying to remove this trap from your head. That's insane. I didn't play that one. Yeah, I only went against her once, but I was just like, this seems really unfair. It does, but it is kind of cool. Again, something it's, that oh, I very much, think about. Yeah, it's very much like her character, but well, and just even, I, it was hard to win. Even just in the aspect of it, it really changes up the way everything goes in this. And I, and I and it just reinforces, I guess, what I think is it's a really well-made game. The only issue I have is it. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. It's just not for me. That's the only issue I have with it. You say it's well made, but there's two things that really irritated me about this game. First one is the sound. Absolutely hated the audio of this game. Anytime the anytime any of the survivors got hooked, especially the female voices, their scream was obnoxious. I hated hearing the screams of the survivors when they get hooked. It was it was just really annoying. And then the other thing I absolutely hate in this game was the graphics. This game looks like 360 graphics. It's really Ouch. outdated. I understand this game came out in 2016, but these graphics are really poor. They're a little better than that, but I don't disagree with you. They're not great. And yes, the sound is awful, but the music is good. The music is Music's really good. good, I think, because it's yeah. not over... It's not over the top, it's not too much, but it fits the scene every time. It does. I will say the music's good. It's just any of the audio, I, like the actual sound effects. I oh, the crows are obnoxious. Like... Sorry, let's go. Yeah. If you're injured as well, like it all the content and stuff, that's and it's so... like, yeah, I just, I feel like at a certain point, I feel like you should automatically self-heal or something just because I don't want to listen to it. Yeah, or yeah, at the cause... very least, I can't hear it anymore and only the killer can or something. I don't know. Yeah. And this is definitely a game you cannot turn down. You cannot remove the you sound. You the heartbeat. Yeah, or because you need to hear the heartbeat. You need to hear the visual cues. It's it's tough. So those are my two biggest complaints. Because for me, like the graphics were just so drab. You're obviously a lot of outdoor environments and like any foliage looked awful. I still like when I was the killer, I still couldn't figure things out visually. I, I don't know how they would fix that or if it's just my brain that needs fixing. You, well, you were playing in the day and there was a lot of glare. Uh, yeah, I guess. But I still when I was watching you play, I just I don't know. I thought it was so much easier visually as a survivor. Like, I saw when the killer was coming at me. I saw all those things. When I was a killer, I didn't know where anybody was. I think that's just a gaming thing, though. Uh, like, it, it's weird to say, like, if you're... If I put myself in a first-person shooter, I'm scanning everything for every little movement. Whereas when I'm a survivor, I'm looking for the generators. I'm focused on something so much different that I don't always catch the movement. I don't know if that, that might make more sense for Andrew or not at all. 
No, it does. I mean, and that's why it would help me because a survivor literally would, or would run by Liz's screen. I'm like, uh, right there, Liz. Oh, so I'm opposite. As a survivor, I notice if the killer is running in my peripheral and then I see the generators and everything. I see everything. But then as the killer, I'm focusing like on the tracks or just trying to find somebody and not paying attention to my environment. So I guess I'm the opposite. Well, I think this goes back to where I was talking about the 4v1 thing. When I'm a survivor, I know I have three other people out there that are safe when I see them moving. So when I see them moving, I disregard it real quick. Whereas the killer, you're looking for finite movement, I guess. Yeah. But I guess overall, I I agree with you with the, the sounds. I did, like I said before, I liked the music of, I always forget, what, the Huntress? Yeah, yeah, or her humming. Yeah, I really liked the humming, the heartbeat. I thought those things were really cool. And then graphically, I was, it was meh. They kind of moved like I want to say like state of decay, like the movement of the of the people running and stuff. I could be wrong, but that's just my immediate thought when I saw the characters. No, I could see that. I could see what you're saying with that. Yeah, you're not completely wrong for once. Yikes! Oh. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then of course the thing we always end up talking about. I do not think this game is worth your time if you're an achievement hunter. All the achievements in the game I think are very obtainable, but work. Yeah, all these achievements are just work. It's it's a lot of time you have to put in this game. I'm looking at my achievement list. I don't have many unlocked, but I can see that I've essentially have made progress in all of them. It just it takes a lot of time to unlock all these achievements. Yeah, I don't I didn't look at for an exact number, but I don't think any of us have over a hundred. And if we do, it's not by much. Like a hundred points, that is. I mean, the game trickles in a good amount. Like, oh, survive around when you were mostly injured majority of the game. Uh, and you're wrong, Keith. I did have a 110 gamer score. Oh, nice. I, as I said, I, 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 I wasn't saying we didn't as a blanket. I just, I knew it wasn't far. Yeah, trying to compare my skill level. Th- you know, trying to, try to compare your skill level to me. Yeah, I think I had yeah, like I 80 mean. points. It's so much different. <laughs> but I will say, I put in way more time in last week's game in this game because for me it's fun to play a round or two but that's about it like i'm not gonna spend hours and hours and hours and hours playing this game so i feel like if i put the same amount of time into this game as i did last week's game i think i would have way 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 more to no i honestly i think the only way i would say this game is well not only way but right now if you are out there in some some quarantine and you've got a whole bunch of friends, and you can just rotate in and out where some maybe some people sit out a round or two. This could be a game I could see sitting playing for hours. Well, you don't have to do that. So there's still custom games in this game. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. With no, custom games, if even if you had like seven well, or eight friends, like people could rotate in uh, and out, and you have multiple things going on. It could be a lot of fun. I'm talking about quarantine fun, Andrew. You bring a bunch of people to this party. I also think there's a lot of streams of this game. Because yeah. I was on Twitter and a lot of people are talking about streaming Dead by Daylight. And I think it would be really fun to watch this game. I had, I enjoyed watching Andrew play. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'll definitely play this game more. I think this game's a streamer's delight. That's what it is. Because if you have 300 people watching you, reacting to you getting jumped on by a killer or something like that, it's a lot more entertaining. So getting into our final thoughts, Liz, why don't you tell us what you think about this game? No, I go last. Nope. I'm going to make you go first this time. Oh, no! You can still do your Metacritic after. <sighs> okay. So I had trouble giving a gamer pass, let alone a score. Because, like I said earlier, lots of highs, lots of lows. And I enjoyed playing with you guys so much. But when I was playing by myself, I was just like, oh, this feels like work. 
think I might give it a 78. Is that bad? <laughs> no, that's actually the exact number I was going with. Really? Yeah. I just feel like there's a lot of things that they could improve on, little tweaks, and then it would be more fun to play, but I just didn't get the level of enjoyment out of it that I thought that I would. So I feel bad, but 78. No, yeah, that's that's what I was thinking too, because this game, it truly is at highs and lows. There's moments where I'm like actually getting into a game real quick and I'm having a lot of fun playing like this thrilling hide and seek but then there's other times where i'm waiting in queue for like 15 minutes and it's like this is this is not fun and then i get into a game where i'm literally taken off right away and a killer is camping me and i'm like and nobody's helping me and i'm like this is awful so there was moments where i just really love this game and other times i was really bored so yeah for me i think 70 is great i personally i think this company should stop this game and just make it dead by daylight too i i to me this game feels like it has just been a lot of like adding on things but not fully fixing things it's been a couple years right yeah of like the server is still not working right you know some the graphics i think are really poor and the audio is kind of poor so i think it just would be great if they just kind of did a fresh start and just a dead by daylight too or do you think they could call it dead after daylight like <laughs> yeah I like that. Hey, it's better than Dead by the Daylight 2. That's very boring. If I'm putting my full personal opinion into this game, I think it's a 75. If I objectively look at it, and I'm specifically doing it for this game because I just feel like it's different than anything else we've ever rated, I give it an 80 because I really think it's there and I truly understand why people like it. I think it's a streamer's delight, quite frankly. If you have 300 people watching you, then yeah. It's actually, the anxiety's there, and I can see why it's jumpy and it's scary. But if I'm sitting there playing by myself, the heartbeats give it away a lot. It's actually not great. Like you said, it, it you can have a hard time finding a game. I just wanted to play as a survivor for so long, and I couldn't. So I just played it as a killer, just to play the game. So there's a lot of issues, and I 100% agree with you. Just make a, a better game, a, a sequel to it, yeah. Where... It's just better. Do that. Don't 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 keep building on top of it. Remake it. How many games do you think people should play to get like an overall idea of this? Because some games are are night and day. So that's a good I'll question. Say, I think I think ten. Five to ten. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's that's actually one thing. Don't want to backtrack too much, but I feel like we're all kind of on the same page. We all enjoyed playing the survivors more. Yeah, oh, mostly. Yeah, 100%. Why is that? Because, like, you think as the killer being this all-powerful person hunting people and just bullying them because the killers also win majority of the time. Why was playing the survivor so fun? That's what I don't get. It could be because, I mean, you want to be the good guy. But then it could also be because you have other people to help you, whereas the killer, you're just by yourself, and it's all on you. Oh, we don't, we don't chuckle at that one. <laughs> oh whatever but i i think that the mechanics were fun. i think people like the idea well they don't like the idea but in video games it's more fun being chased i guess see it's it's weird so there was another game that was a 4v1 called evolve oh There's yeah four hunters and a creature the creature first started out weak the creature majority of the game is trying to first run and hunt 
random creatures and level up to get stronger and then eventually fight back the hunters and kill the hunters. And I felt like in that game, a lot of people wanted to play the creature. Hmm. And so it's like, I, I don't know if it's just... I Well, that concept, I remember that game, that coming out, and man, I wanted to play it. It They they ended up releasing it on Games of Gold, and... No, it, well, it ended up being free to play, but at that point, the game was already hemorrhaging players that it ended up dying. Yeah, it was a real shame, because that was such a good concept. I loved it was the a lot idea of, of it. But yeah, I, I agree, I, I want to play this forever, but honestly, I just like having a team behind me. I feel better in video games in general when I have a team. I think that's it for me. I mean, for me, I think I, I enjoyed it because, I don't know, I, I liked the thrill of the hunt. I liked being, I, it, I liked the, I felt like I was getting more adrenaline being hunted, so I thought it was a little more fun with that. Even though, like, playing as this virus is very boring. Go to generator, fix generator, run and hide, save friend, fix generator, exit the map. Like, that's all you're doing. Yeah, but you can say the same thing as... The killer, for the most part, sure you had some. But the skills, killer actually has abilities. Yeah, true. That's what I mean. But largely, you end up playing the same one, I think, as a whole. And I don't know. I just, I, I think the survivor aspect is just so much more fun, and I think that's where four v one games suffer. Because I just think it's an issue of playing alone isn't fun, especially when you have four people against you. Even if you're good at it, it's just not that fun. Yeah, but anyway, Liz, how does this game do a Metacritic? Not good. Really? 58 and 6. <laughs> I will say a lot of them were old. A lot of bugs have been fixed. But there were quite a few that didn't like that the survivors, in their opinion, had a disadvantage. And there were small things like that. But overall, I don't. it didn't fare well. Yeah, I think it's kind of unfortunate. The Metacritic, I don't think, is that accurate with this game, like you said. Because it came out in 2016. And this game was rough when it first came out. So I don't think people are still going on Metacritic now and giving it reviews. No, some of the, the the newer ones were the ones complaining about, like I said before, oh, really? about oh. the survivors and stuff. But I think I didn't see anything about the load screens though, which kind of blew my mind because honestly, that that knocked off a point or two for me. <laughs> it was it was too it was too long every single game. It was rough. That was my girlfriend watched me play this for all of about a half hour, and that was her one comment: "Why does it take so long to start a new game?" So. Yeah. Get a cheese board, a, like a big <laughs> snack plate, get a jigsaw Hey, we're in quarantine, get a puzzle. You've already got Yes. <laughs> so this game is Liz Snack Time Approved. Yes. <laughs> Wrap us up, right. Andrew. Well, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, thank you all so much for uh, listening. I know a lot of uh, other people are kind of saying that uh, podcasts are down, but we've actually still been doing great. So we greatly appreciate everyone who's staying inside, staying safe, and Take us some time and listen to us ramble, because I don't, I don't think we're very good. Well, but we appreciate you. I'm just gonna take it from wow, here and for saying that me and Keith are bad. No, I was no, just. I'm gonna, saying me. I was just gonna. I'm s- the one who does the production. I'm just skipping all the outros this week and say, you know what, Andrew, you're an essential personnel, so we appreciate you, and we appreciate all the people who are staying inside and staying safe and playing video games instead of going out and making people like Andrew sick. So, thanks everybody. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes, appreciate everyone who does stay inside so I don't have to see you in the hospital. But uh, that's going to do it for us. I've been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can follow me at Xbox Live at Firebird01952. I'm also mixed with the same name where I'll be streaming. And I will actually be trying to put some Game Pass PC games, and I'll be doing kind of quick takes on that on our YouTube video. So you might be seeing some more videos on our YouTube of Xbox PC games because 
you know, Liz and Keith don't have a computer that I want to play with me, so. My computer died. <laughs> it's dead. You can get you a new one. I'll... Are there going to be videos of the games that we're playing as well? Yes. Hopefully. Always. Hopefully. I'm kind of getting behind on it because I'm having issues with the editor again. <laughs> I really just need to buy an editor. This would be this would be a fun game to see. You don't have to leave that in. I just. Uh, my name's Keith, as always. Hi, Keith. Hi. My computer barely runs Minesweeper, so I won't be playing computer games. And I already said I was skipping outros. So, Liz, take it away. Thanks, little Fluffy. <laughs> I am Liz the Noob, GamerTech coming on Dean, and I'm on Twitter. Liz the Noob? Coming on Twitter. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Thinking is hard. I've I've been on video, and Liz has not had a single sip of alcohol, so no, she's not drunk. <laughs> so yeah, thank you all so much who uh, voted on our poll. I, I'm sure Liz is going to do more polls after this. Um, but if you do also have a request at all, you can email us at gamepassgrabbag at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook, Game Pass Grab Bag, other things. So come on by and say hi. And until then, we'll see you again next week. Bye, guys. See you, bye.